Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, whatever podcast app you found us in. Welcome to our review of The Dead. Yeah. Uh, we heard Big Dave was doing a film. Big old Dave. And we heard it might be a little, a little scary, so we thought, well, it sounds like something we should cover. That's right. We are your NXT friends, and we'll always be your NXT friends, and we do tons of other podcasts, I'm sure you're aware. Patreon.com slash upnext is where we are proudly supported by our patrons. We just did a review about two weeks ago of Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead, 2004. Uh, Kind of, we're, we're millennials and we're showing our cards here, but we think it's like a horror classic, even though it's a remake of, 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 of a movie, but it's, it's a pretty good movie. It's a great remake. Yeah, yeah. we went back, zombies in a mall, what could be better? Maybe zombies in Las Vegas. Yeah. To, this is also Zack Snyder. Yeah, so exactly. this is why this is why we did Dawn of the Dead. Exactly. Um, we were prepping. To to put this film in a nutshell. Casino Royale. Yeah. With zombies. And instead of George Clooney, it's Batista. No, you mean Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven, sorry. Oh, right. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. In, yeah. Uh, with zombies, except George Clooney is Batista. That sounds lit. It sounds great, yeah. <laughs> what a what an idea for a film. Now you wouldn't know if you watched WWE WrestleMania Backlash when all those zombies came out with the Miz and, and mm. all that stuff, because that was fucking dog shit awful. But mm. uh the movie itself, hey, this is what we're here to talk about, is this movie. So they said, Hey, it'll be in theaters for a little while, but it'll be on Netflix. And as we're recording this, it's the last day of May thirty first, two thousand twenty. One and apparently this is this movie is is shifting numbers 
on Netflix. It's like considered one of the highest watched movies of the whole pandemic era or just in general. Which is good because it's their most expensive project they've ever done. Mm. Uh, so apparently Warner Brothers started this project and then, um, and this was filming 2019, so pre-pandemic. Uh, and then Netflix kind of took over and spent $90 million Jeez. Um, of Netflix 90? money for this. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, yeah, like it looks like a classic horror movie, mm. but like the budget's high for this oh, yeah. thing. I mean, it's about zombies in Vegas. Again, the movie we're talking about is Army of the Dead starring Dave Bautista. That's, I guess, our excuse to watch it. There's a oh, wrestler. Of course, of course. There's a wrestler in it. Oh, okay. We were just talking uh, before doing this show about Dave Bautista and like how, like we watched him as a wrestler. If you if you did watch him as a wrestler, and you're like, yeah, all right. Like he's he's an all right wrestler. He's a big guy. Does some spears and some power bombs and stuff. But when I think back now, I'm like, maybe it was his acting that definitely maybe like this whole storyline with Triple H for WrestleMania mm. 21. Like that that story was was great. Was it just because Dave Bautista is just this great method actor? <laughs> <laughs> I think acting is a big part of wrestling. And I think it's it's the main things that get you kind of hooked. And that's why maybe uh, it feels very stale right now. Because I'd say talent-wise, wrestling-wise, it's the best roster they've ever had in WWE. Yeah. But maybe none of them can act. Because it doesn't connect with you. And... Someone like Batista, you would, I mean, you, you say like, oh, five, that kind of era right. is the kind of your time. Um, and Batista was one of the, the guys there and could have just been another muscle guy who has a little push and fades out. But he, he stuck around and did big things in WWE. And then big things out of WWE. Absolutely, including, yeah. n- Not even including this movie, mm. because this guy's been in James Bond. This guy's been in Blade Runner. He's going to be in a lot of other movies. But I, Guardians I, of the Galaxy, of course. Sorry, yeah, 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 true, yeah. Yeah, sorry. That's clearly his biggest one, uh, even though Triple H and Vince McMahon maybe not think so <laughs> too much. But uh, overall, like, out of wrestlers who ter- turn into actors, I would say Batista's got got a string of movies that you're like, yo, you're pretty... Yeah, I like, I like those movies. And Guardians of the Galaxy, obviously, but... Bunch of other movies, you're like, yeah, you're you're pretty good. I think he's an interesting uh, guy to have in these films because you look at him and he's so big and scary looking, and then, he's the animal. Yeah, and then you hear him talk, and he's always so softly spoken, and it, it makes you it makes him endearing, I think, and mm-hmm. it he, it makes him quite an interesting lead to have in a film like this. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because I know that there's the video game people. You know that he's done like the Gears of War. You could be Batista in the game okay. or something like that, uh, or he's involved somehow. Are they making a Gears of War movie with him? Which I've no idea. Which, be, which would be crazy, but. I feel like there's there's definitely something like where he he clearly was in WWE for a long time. He's done these big movies. He clearly just loves acting. He's trying to get the best and do the biggest movies he can do. Mm. And we're, we we talked about how we did the review of Dawn of the Dead from 2004, which was directed by Zack Snyder, yes. who directed this movie, Army of the Dead. But the guy who wrote Dawn of the Dead 2004 was James Gunn. Mm. Batista goes on to work with James Gunn. For Guardians of the Galaxy, they become boys. James Gunn is about to direct the new Suicide Squad and says, Hey, Batista, do you want to be in the new Suicide Squad? And then goes, Actually, Zack Snyder talking to me about this Army Army of the Dead movie. And I think, you know, I just did Guardians. I think I need to, you know, maybe take a break from some superhero Mm -hmm. stuff and shoot up some zombies. So I'm going to do that one. And then James Gunn is like, Oh, okay. Well, then I'll just go and also direct Suicide Squad. 
and and right right and direct i think and on top of that um james gunn so at the end of shooting dawn of the dead that's when uh zack snyder came up with the idea of this film so many years ago okay um and he thought it can't be a sequel because i kind of need to rewrite the origin story for army of the dead um and offered james gunn to kind of co-write and direct it but he said no and went off to do the suicide Suicide squad Squad, which he wanted dave batista in who ended up in this film. So it's all over so the it's, place. Yeah, all this. And then They're John Cena's, together Cena's going to be in that yeah. movie now, Suicide Squad. So it's like, there's all sorts of wrestlers and, and all sorts and of times. Taiwan's not a country. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it is? Las Vegas. Yes. Well, how, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's just something it is. Uh, I feel like, how long did it take for zombie movies to go, yo, let's do a movie where there's a zombie invasion in Vegas? It, it took way too long. It might way be. too long. Yeah, yeah. Like this is this is pretty much the reason we're doing this would be straightforward. What's the movie? Oh, it's a zombie movie in Las Vegas with Dave Batista. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm gonna watch it anyways. So let's do the review. Yeah, that's pretty much what they got us. You got me, Netflix. They did. Yeah, I pay your monthly fee, Netflix, and you got me. And I watched it, and we're gonna talk about it. But realistically, we just did the Dawn of the Dead one. We kind of went off on some zombie stuff. We talked about The Walking Dead and how. Mm. That was huge. And obviously, uh, like the OG, like, uh, was it Night of the Living Dead, the original one in the sixties and, and all the other zombie movies that come to play. And, and zombie movies are just a genre of like its own, realistically. Uh, I, I, I am, I always sing high praise of, uh, Train to Busan, which I highly recommend people watching, which is great. But there's so many, like, zombies is a complete different thing. And this kind of feels like they're taking that zombie thing, but then going into like just a classic, like, almost like a shoot 'em up kind of thing, but classic zombie thing. But you're kind of right. It's it's Ocean's Eleven in a it's weird a heist way. Movie. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a heist movie. With zombies. With zombies. Yeah. Um Yeah, and it's uh, as I mentioned, like Snyder realized he couldn't do this as a sequel, because uh, he needed to kind of sort of change some of the the kind of laws of the zombies. And the plan is to they're actually releasing a prequel to this film on okay. Netflix, which I believe will be kind of, I assume the origins of the outbreak in Vegas. Cause in this film, unlike Dawn of the Dead, where the zombies are worldwide, this is just isolated in Vegas. Yeah. They've managed to kind of just get them isolated there. Yeah. Um, so kind of all the, the history is a bit different. Um, but yeah, sorry. I, I lost my track. Well, well, well <laughs> they, they, they make it like it's a completely different entity of its own. Exactly. Yeah. And some of the, even the zombies, the way they move and everything's very different from the other films. It feels like they they just went, Hey, Zack Snyder, you're kind of hot right now with the whole justice league thing. You just, you want to just do whatever you want in this movie. And he's like, yeah, sure. That's what I want to do. Uh, it's, it's weird because I figured they filmed this in Las Vegas during the pandemic when no one was in Las Vegas, mm. but apparently they just filmed it in Atlanta. City. Yeah. 2019. Yeah. Uh, and then that kind of comes to another big thing of this, uh, which is, uh, Chris D'Elia, mm. who is, Suppose you wouldn't know he is tied to this movie, but apparently they filmed a lot of the movie with him in this movie, and then kind of halfway through, or more so after the fact, filming it, uh, he had some kind of Me Too kind of scandal or allegations and and mm. such things that came forward. And they decided we're going to write you out of this movie. Not even write you out. That's not the right word. the The right word is edit digitally you out. remove. 
So the character of Tig Notaro, who's the the helicopter pilot, like the the goofy right. kind of person yeah. character, was Chris D'Elia, who okay, who then now is replaced by Marianne Marianne Peters, who's is, fantastic. She might be my favorite character. One hundred percent, absolutely. So I don't want to get into like the Chris D'Elia thing. However, I, I liked him in some of the stuff he was in. Uh, some of his stand-up I really enjoyed, but uh, some of the stuff that has come out about him, 100% think it is the right decision to... How, how could you go and put this movie out now, knowing that like this is all out there? It, it definitely sucks. I think also you'd go like, oh, people aren't going to watch it. Yeah, I time. wouldn't want to so watch like, it, yeah. Whether he's good or not, like, yeah, it if would, you can. Yeah. And it's uh, this is actually the first film Snyder's cut on uh, cut di- sorry film digitally okay which i imagine made it a hell of a lot easier, easier to remove him from the film yeah true um but yeah apparently he uh he bought these specific lenses and he was collecting them for years okay like, to, because he wanted this specific effect for this film which is like the lenses are quite soft and then all the effects are quite like harsh and bright right and so yeah collected these old cameras uh, lenses and then match them with kind of the new digital cameras, which is he loves something his, quite yeah. different to do for a film. If you've seen his other stuff, you kind of know he loves like getting the the right shots of lights mm. and lighting and stuff with the yeah that, that does make sense. Uh, so they went in after the fact and altered this movie. And again, you would not if you didn't tell me this if I didn't read about this, you would not know mm. watching this movie. But they did a hell of a good job covering this up. So. Uh, it's this character where they, they, uh, they spent a lot of money on it as well, like over a million dollars, maybe millions of dollars to edit this, this thing in, which would, you would say that's a complete waste of money, but they did it. Mm. And I'm sure they're happy about it. But, uh, when asked about it, Zack Snyder said, yeah, like it cost a lot of money, but still not as much money as it did to create the zombie tiger, which we will get right. into. So, it, you know, maybe it was worth it, but I think the, the, the character, of this person who shout out to Marianne Peters who had to go in and film these things with no one else. I didn't notice at yeah, all, to be honest. That's crazy. Yeah. Getting like everyone's filmed their shit already. And now you got to go in and just be this person in front of a green screen the whole time. That's got to be. That's not hella difficult. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So realistically, you're just recording all your lines to yeah. no one. Yeah. In, almost in, like doing a voiceover. Almost like doing WWE programming in the pandemic era. Just sure. no crowd. Yeah. Just, I mean, and you don't get a crowd <laughs> filming. Yeah, I mean, crowd, but there's still there's the people to bounce off mm. of, right? Like your coworker, your your actors in the scene. So that's really impressive. So, like we mentioned, Netflix pumped a lot of money into this movie, mm. and on on paper, you have my attention. So I guess we should just go right into this because we love zombie movies. We love Batista. Apparently, we love Zack Snyder. We love <laughs> everything about this movie. So this movie. Army of the Dead, 2021, we mentioned. Zack Snyder uh, wrote this as well as directing uh, this movie. And we start off in Las Vegas. And we hear some suspicious minds. Yes. Which is an Elvis Presley tune. We were bumping this the other day, weren't we? We've, well, we got fucking lit the other night and just went on a YouTube live thing and then went on Elvis like mm. playlist and like... There's definitely a big change when Elvis was young and then when Elvis was old. It's mm-hmm. like he did a bunch of these shitty movies when he wasn't an actor. And then they were like, ah, you want to sing again? And then he's just... 
I, I love, we love Elvis. We, we've made that clear, but definitely there's some issues with Elvis that we don't need to get into. But this is not Elvis. Why, why bring it up then? <laughs> you don't like Suspicious Minds by Elvis. <laughs> Come on. But it's not Elvis here. No. It's Richard Cheese. Yes. Who like does all sorts of different covers and different movies. Is it not, is it The Hangover? He And Dawn of the Dead. Oh, right. Disturbed. He does Disturbed, yeah. Oh, that's right. So Zack Snyder bringing yeah. back Richard Cheese here. This version was awesome. Mm. This, like, Suspicious Minds, Elvis Presley cover. So we see this uh, newly married couple in Vegas who clearly went to the Chapel Oh Love. And... Wait, is it... I thought it was Elvis. It's Richard Cheese doing Viva Las Vegas, no? Oh, is this just yeah, Suspicious, Suspicious Minds? Is it just Elvis? It's just Elvis, yeah, yeah. straight up Elvis. My bad. We go into Richard Cheese. That's right, yeah. That's correct. Sorry. A lot of Elvis in this movie. There's a lot of music in yeah, this film. There yeah, there is a lot of covers and, and just mix-ups. But Sur- Suspicious Minds by Elvis starting off here. Banger. The newly married couple from the Chapel Olav are driving somewhere down like Route 66 or whatever it is outside of the Vegas Strip there. And, well, uh, like all married couples straight out of Vegas getting married, uh, the, the newly bride decides to give her uh, new husband maybe an early wedding gift while he's driving, if you catch my drift, which causes him to be distracted while driving. Uh, roadhead is not a safe practice, mm. ladies and gentlemen. While this is happening, on the same road, on the on- oncoming ver- side of the road, is a military op thing that's happening where they're transporting something, all these soldiers. And they're discussing, ah, what, we don't even know what we're transporting. It could be Bigfoot. It could be... They didn't mention Loch Ness, but they should have. Mm. It could be aliens. We don't know. But if it's coming from the desert, we assume it's aliens, but we don't know. And they crash into the car of the married couple that they were distracted doing things on the road. So then the military are like, oh, no, we have this open crate thing. And they're on their walkie-talkies back to the base. Like, hey, uh, this thing opened up. Is this sh- – we, we got our guns drawn. But like – and they're told, uh, evacuate. Just run. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of there. Run. And they're like, what do you mean run? <laughs> Which was like, what? <laughs> you should definitely just listen. Just go, yeah. And we meet our zombies coming out of this shipping container. It's just one zombie, really. And he attacks these soldiers, bites them, kills a bunch of them, eventually kills these main two ones in this epic epic opening scene where the the zombies start to wake up from the dead and look Mm. over and see Vegas. And it's this shot of the main zombie looking over the shot of the Vegas skyline, everything. And this is when we hear Richard Cheese with Viva Las Vegas. But what a, what an epic opening. You're telling me right off the bat that a a fucking zombie apocalypse thing is happening all because of a blowjob? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I, great, great first death here and introduction. The visual of the the kind of zombie looking out was really cool. Also, I believe the military team were called the Four Horsemen. Yes. Um, so Woo. little maybe uh, Dave d- giving the little nod to his teammate there, Ric Flair and the Horsemen. Maybe Zack Snyder is just a huge wrestling mm-hmm. fan. Yeah. Dave's like, call, call him Evolution. Call him <laughs> Evolution. Uh, going with the Four Horsemen. Yeah. Good choice. I, I like I like this. Like we we're kind of teased that is this zombie thing blamed on aliens now? Mm. They're just kind of throwing that out yeah. there, which I've already said. This is them saying Zack Snyder literally do whatever you want mm. because he does do this throughout this movie. Why did you need to bring up aliens involved in a zombie movie? You didn't need to do that, but he's like, fuck it. 
that could be the reason why How we else ha- would it come yeah. down. Yeah. Where did we get this mm. disease from? So, and again, it all starts from Roadhead. Really great. So this is when we get this montage of just Vegas being turned upside down. We see like a zombie Elvis impersonator. You see crowds of people at the hotels here just freaking out, being attacked while this like jazz uh, martini bar version of Viva Las Vegas by Richard Cheese plays, which is just fantastic. The best bit here is there's a soldier parachuting down and he's like shooting in time with the music, just shooting all these zombies in the head. So it's like... Like, Viva, Viva Las Vegas, do, 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 Viva. It was really cool until eventually his parachute's getting lower and there are too many zombies and they're just pulling him down. And then like they the, kill him. And like the him. undead at, main, at Undertaker's entrance. Exactly. And then they kill this guy. Uh, so then we're brought into, like, current time. But we see so much things going on. You kind of see snapshots of the, the, the main characters that we haven't met yet, mm. like kind of like brief backstories of like yeah their lives were fucked up if you if you lived in vegas you either died or you got out before the the government quarantined las vegas so there's actually and i wasn't expecting it it moves on from richard cheese singing to a a woman called alison crow and like fantastic voice here and you see a mum with her kid who are getting like pulled by these zombies and one of the other children, the girl, is like able to be free and run, but actually runs back to be with her mum as the zombies are taking over and a helicopter just drops a container unit on top of all of them, killing the mum, killing yeah. the kids, killing the zombies. And Batista's seen the whole thing. And early on in this film, I'm like, that's fucked. Like the, the child choosing death just to be with her mum and then getting crushed. Uh, I actually... Wasn't expecting something like this early on, and it actually kind of uh, shook me a little. Yeah, they're trying to make it all like ha- up tempo, happy again, like the the jazz bar type mm. thing. While you're seeing horrific things taking place, this one place. was where it turned, and the woman was singing, yeah. so it got a bit more emotional, morbid, yeah. and sad. Uh, so it's very violent, very chaotic. We come to now present time. Time is surpassed now, and we we see someone frying. Well, it's Batista who plays Scott Ward who's just some burger fry cook somewhere. And he's watching the news, and we are told that the government is going to nuke the city. Come July 4th, sunset, for fireworks, USA is going to take care of this quarantine situation by bombing Las Vegas. Didn't Trump talk about nuking a hurricane once? (laughs) Fuck. I wonder is what this, this is, is based this, on. It seems the huh. logical solution. We got there. a zombie quarantine in uh, like the Devil's Playground in Las Vegas. What do we do? Let's just drop a nuke just on it. Nuke Get it. rid of Mini it. Mini nuke. That's what, that's what you do when you have a problem. Just mm. burn it. Yeah. Just burn it with fire is what you do. Uh, so we see Batista. He's, uh, he's kind of just living a, a low-key life here. Playing a rugged old guy with mm. his glasses. Shout out Batista's glasses. Flipping burgers. Yeah, he's flipping burgers. And he's met by uh, someone he clearly knows who goes by Bly Tanaka. Played by uh, Hiroyuki Sonata, who some might recognize from the new Mortal Kombat movie. Because this motherfucker's Scorpion. Oh, okay. And he's lit. I actually just rewatched the original horror movie, The Ring. Mm-hmm. Like the OG Japanese version. He's also the star of that movie. So this guy's just killing it. Uh, and even here, this guy says, hey, 
Uh, Scott, I know back in the day you used to be some sort of mercenary or, or killer or something. They, they allude that, that this guy, Scott, Batista's character, has a history and knows how to handle himself mm. quite well. And he says, I want you to assemble a team because I'm, I, I'm willing to pay you $50 million to, to gain, to go in to fucking Vegas. So, so basically this guy's money is in a vault under Vegas. He owns a casino. Which is going to be nuked. So the government insurance have gone like, we're nuking your casino, so we will pay you out in insurance the right. money you're going to lose. Yeah. But he's basically saying, but the money's still going to be there in this vault. Right. So you can steal that. I'll be getting the insurance money. We all get rich. He says, look, there's 200 mil in this casino bank vault mm. in, in this thing. I'm going to get paid this anyways. However, if you go get it, I'll give you like fucking big chunk of it. 50 mil. Yeah. So you can disperse that with a group of people, but you got to go get it. And you're going into the zombie quarantine thing. So this kind of sets up the whole story here. Kind of like Danny Ocean, Ocean's Eleven. Hey, you want this money? Well, you got to go through. I'm assembling a team. Yeah. I'm assembling a team. However, here you got to go through zombies. And in the other one, you got to go through Andy Garcia and Julia Roberts. Which would you prefer? Uh Definitely not Andy Garcia. He <laughs> definitely scares me. We So now Batista, Scott. I'm going to call him Batista in this whole fucking show. Oh, I, I did in my notes. And I just put Dave all the time. Goggle Dave. Because he's got like these glasses. I'm not disrespecting Dave Batista's glasses at all. He, he's got like goggles at some point during mm. this. He's got like gear wearing for eye protection in this movie. So the government is going to nuke this place. So we got to – we see – Dave's got to assemble a team. We cut to Kate, who we meet, who it's kind of revealed that Kate is actually Scott's son. So it's Kate Ward. She works at some camp just outside Las Vegas. So it must be like the actual like people who lived in Vegas before yeah. all this. And they're, they're basically in like some sort of shelter thing where everyone, families and kids and, and women are like held because like there's, there was a zombie thing taking place. But security here are assholes. Everyone sucks. And everyone wants to get out of there. So they're like, hey, if we go into the crazy zombie thing, find some money somehow in these like empty casino machines or whatever, we could get enough money to... Because everywhere else in the world is still running and operating. Yeah. So if you get money from here, you could... Vegas is Ontario right now. <laughs> in the world. Because everything's the open. the rest of the US is just open the rest up. of the US. <laughs> right, yeah. So... Kate's like, I don't think you should do this. You have kids to her friend. And she's like, ah, you know, I don't know. But this this dickhead cop, security guard guy in this camp is like, hey, you guys infected? Because the first sign is belligerence and I could kill you right now. He's kind of a dickhead, kind of makes some weird passes and stuff. You, At the daughter. He's the heel, essentially, already here. Uh, so we, we're introduced to that. But then... Again, you see more flashbacks of like the crew and but what Batista's character has kind of gone through. He had to essentially kill his own zombie wife at one point. Again, like, like this scene I wasn't really guy. expecting, especially this early on, seeing Batista driving a, a knife Blade. through the head of his mum and then the door opens and it's his daughter who's who realizes what's happening and is screaming. I thought this was horrific. Yeah, and I'm like early on going, man, this film's making me pretty sad. I thought this was going to be zombies in Vegas. Is Batista killing his wife mm. with a knife to protect his daughter from zombies? Very, very complex. Uh, so we meet this crew here that he's assembling, and this crew uh, also entails Batista's clearly or Scott's clearly got some 
new love interest named Maria Cruz, who's kind of uh, his friend here, who's also like some sort of ex military cop or something. They all got experience in shooting up people. Mm. We have, uh, is it Vanderho? 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 He's like another friend of Scott's who's like, all right, like I'll do this thing if, if you want. But they also gotta, gotta, make sure they get out of there. So they need a helicopter pilot who, where that's where Marianne Peters comes in with this character for Tig and Batista and Maria (laughs) approach the helicopter. Like, Hey, we got this gig where we need you to fly this thing. And she's like, yo, my life fucking sucks. All I do is fly helicopters. It's boring. I want something exciting, whatever it is. Well, we'll pay you like 500,000. They say two mil. They say, we'll give you two mil. Cause she's the pilot. Yeah. 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 We'll give you two mil. She's like, yeah, whatever. I mean, He's like, well, wait a second. I kind of have to explain what we're doing. Like, we're we're gonna do something. Just, no, I don't no, care. I don't care. I mean, well, can I can I tell you what it is? No, don't care. Two I mil. fly this thing. That's all good for me. Two mil. I know how to fly it. Then that's what matters. He's like, oh, okay. Uh, so then they meet this like YouTube sensationalist star who's like a TikToker who filmed himself shooting zombies for fun. Mm. So they're like, this guy clearly knows how to fuck up zombies and he's he's quick you know mm. he knows some things and they're like kind of observing him while watching and uh they they go we'll give you 500 grand to like join our team and he's like yeah for sure like he wants to be like youtube internet famous right and batista's just like ah i love him. i love this guy. so batista's doing uh i think it's uh 15 mil for him 15 mil for uh his daughter and 15 mil for uh the woman he's like yeah hot on and then, and then the rest, the rest. it's just like ah, pilot two mil yeah you can get like i think at one point he offers someone 20 grand and they're like fuck yeah but obviously no one's telling each other what they've got yeah which is that's how the world works these this days this is wwe <laughs> yeah right like i'm again thinking someone's i mean there's a scene in it like how yeah. much how much are you getting paid oh yeah well have you heard what austin's on yeah. austin's getting paid this you should be Getting paid the same as Austin. Yo, uh, Warrior, have you heard how much Hogan's getting paid? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we meet, uh, is it Dieter? Dieter, who plays, well, I'm, I'm assuming, is he Swiss? Is he, I, I, I couldn't tell what they, what they said he was, but he speaks in, in a different language and like, he's playing the classic, like, foreign European guy with the accent. Dieter here. sounds German. Let me look yeah, up the it, accent. Yeah, yeah, he's from Germany. Yeah, German. Yeah, because he says uh, a few dirty words in German. Mm. I was like, oh, I think I understood what you said there. He is a specific, like, safe cracker. He's mm. the guy who knows how to bust into these bank vaults. Is this Don Cheadle? Isn't that his part? <laughs> this this would be him, but except he's German. Yeah. This guy, the reason I mentioned if he's Swiss, there's a show called Swedish Dicks mm. that like my work airs the TV station. And this guy looks like this guy. He sounds like this guy. I guess German and Swiss is not, or is not that, Swedish is not that, you know, too far off. Because the way, there's some sayings in it that are similar. Are you saying, are you saying Swiss or Swedish? Because Swiss is German. Like Swiss, you'll be Swiss German or Swiss French. Swedish, oh, Swedish. is quite different. Uh, maybe I don't know. I'm getting it messed up. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, but I, I love this character yeah. right away. Like I, I'm loving this guy, but he gave me that vibe of this show. Yeah, the show is called Swedish Dick, so I would assume it's oh, Swedish. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but um, so this guy is like, yeah, I'll crack your safe. I, I love cracking safes. He says, uh, imagine if someone drew the Mona Lisa or, or the Madonna, some Lady Madonna, and then got to fuck it. That's what it's like cracking <laughs> someone's safe, and they're like. 
Yeah, all right. All just right, fucking yeah. just, like, pay you. Just shut just up. Just shut the fuck up. Please don't say that ever again. Uh, which becomes his character. Everyone's just like, wait a second. You don't know how to kill zombies. You just, you just, you suck, essentially. But he's like, I know how to get the money. So they need to have him here. Uh, so we meet, and there's more people in this, this unit and, and such, uh, that they have to get into this team. But then this is when they have this meeting and the whole, the heist is explained with the hotel and, uh, Tanaka here explaining everything and he's like, yeah, there's going to be a helicopter there where you can fly it out and get out of there. And I'm pretty sure the safe is called Gamora. Yes, I think so. Is that just they're like, ah, shout out James Gunn, shout out Guardians. Maybe. The Gamora. Why is Gamora? <laughs> what is Gamora? Who is Gamora? Uh, and then Tanaka's character, who is a Japanese character, says, it's just like that easy peasy Japanesey. And the German safe guy is like, whoa, whoa, you can't, you can't say you that can't in say today's that. day and age. Come on, you can't say that. And he's like, I, I'm, but I'm Japanese. Uh, easy peasy lemon squeezy. There we go. That's a better one, he says. Uh, I thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, so we see they're planning to all go into the quarantine area, into mm. Vegas, to go into some certain casino to get to the safe. And... Uh, one of the guys, I thought this was like a, a little red herring here actually in the part where the YouTube guy who's, who's like, I brought some crew as well. Mm. Like I'm going to pay out of pocket to help. And the one guy listens to their whole plan mm. and then goes, yeah, you're all going to die. I'm not interested. I was like, oh, he's going to come back with like his whole, his own crew. Oh, to try and do the heist himself. You just explained everything to all these people. And then one guy's like, yeah, your plan sucks. I'm not. I'm not interested. It's like, yo, he's totally gonna do it himself. Yeah, could have been. Yeah, uh, I saw it as a way to kind of remind you that, like, we, we watched Dawn of the Dead recently, right? And everyone knows how to kill zombies. Yeah, I think it's more the zombie outbreak is just contained there. So Batista's like, wait, none of you killed zombies before? Like, no, I've never really had to. Yeah. So this guy's like, nah, if I, you're, you're insane. Not, he, you're he insane. says, you will all die. Like, this is so stupid. I don't, I'm not interested. I thought for sure this was like, he was going to come back at the end, like flying Try in his own out. helicopter or something. Grab so, the briefcase at the end. Yeah, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> so they're going to all do this now. And we, we mentioned that, uh, there, there's then another, like, there's lots of music and covers. There's a bad moon, bad moon rising cover, which is awesome. Uh, and then they, they are going to do this, but Scott goes to meet his daughter, Kate. And this is where we like definitely tie in that they're, they're related. He's the father to her. And he says, Hey, I'm going to get all this money. I'm just going to give it to you. Cause mm. like, that's, that's what I care about. And she's like, you don't care about me. You suck. You killed mom. <laughs> But she was a zombie. I don't care. You still killed her. You fucking asshole. He's like, dude, like, come on. She was trying to kill you. I don't know. No, uh, she says, <laughs> she says, I don't blame you for mom. Yeah, That's yeah. what he's been, he's been thinking. But she's like, no, but you fucked off and left me alone. Yeah. He's That's like, well, like it was really pretty hard yeah. to kill her. So he's like, I'm sorry, but I'm going to make it up. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to give you all this money and stuff. She goes, Hey, actually, uh, like, cool because there's some people her, I mentioned her friend like tried to sneak in and then it's revealed that her friend in the camp uh, is it Greta goes to meet this person named the coyote who's like this like kind of drifter rebel person who's mm. been in and out of the, the quarantine zone knows a way in so takes these people who may or may not be like mothers of children stuff again because they want to go in and grab some quick money some quick cash but you're dealing with maybe dying mm. from going into the zone. So there's like this whole thing where she realizes her friend is in 
signed and lost. So says, Dad, Dave Batista, if you're going to get money, you have to take me to get my friend. You and better get like, Gita. So he's like, no, like that's not going to fly. She's like, well, I'll just go by myself then and probably die. So you have to guard me. So he's like, all right. God damn it. Kids. So they go in, into the zone, into the zombie zone. Uh, this is where we hear some uh, more covers like The End by The Doors, which sounds good. Uh, then there's there's one spot right when they go in the coyote goes we need we're, we're missing one person we need one more person to fill this team and they're like what why do we need we have a lot of people and then she goes to the the dickhead guard mm. and says do you want to make two thousand dollars or some shit like that and he's like twenty thousand twenty g yeah realizing we realize maybe five minutes later that she picked him to be a sacrifice yes. <laughs> so they go in they are in las vegas passing by that's the strip and one of the first zombies you see here in the like zombie quarantine center now. Just picture Vegas destroyed. Mm. It's a goddamn zombie tiger. Big pop. Big pop for the zombie tiger. It was cool. I'm just... CGI creatures, no matter how good they look, are always still CGI, CGI creatures. CGI, yeah, me. that's fair. Uh, and especially when you said it cost a lot of money. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's cool, but I don't know. I, I wasn't too into the zombie tiger. So they kind of name drop that it's actually the tiger from what Siegfried and Roy, the tiger show from right. Vegas. It's not Tyson's. It's 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 <laughs> like there there's a famous like tiger yeah. shows and stuff, right? And we're famously attacked like the the, the people and stuff, which is crazy. So they, they mentioned that tiger's Valentine is the name, but uh, I thought it was cool. But then there's like they're trying to distract it and. This is where they, the good guys here, just entering this zone, take this guard that they said, hey, you need 20,000. They tie him up and they use him as like a sacrifice for these zombies. Yeah. Um, she's saying that uh, this guy apparently is a, a rapist as well. So. She says, yeah, he's a terrible person. And I so mentioned earlier. you're going to get rid. Yeah. And the zombies have evolved. And like the types of zombies here are way smarter. So this will kind of, um, this is an offering. Basically, and they kind of do the classic. Hey, we're, we're going to remind you this is a zombie movie because we call them zombies. They go shamblers or alphas, which mm. are these types of zombies. These alpha zombies—they're smarter, they're faster, they can actually organize plans. They're really smart, and yeah. And he's like, "Come on, please don't do this. Don't sacrifice me. I, I, I have a mom. I have a mother." And Coyote says, everyone has a mother, you cunt. <laughs> uh, so then they sacrifice this. And this is when these like next level zombie things come out. You've never seen this in a zombie movie where there's like a witch kind of like. Like the queen. The yeah. Queen a zombie. queen and a king zombie, yeah. essentially. And this is like the army of the dead. The name kind of plays and in. These uh, look stronger as well. Almost if, if you happen to watch that uh, Street Fighter assassin's fist we just did almost got that akuma kind of just ripped these zombies are jacked yeah um i I like the different types of zombies they have in this film and they definitely take inspiration from other films and zombie properties right at the beginning you hear the clicker from the last of us that i can't do it but it's really creepy and it's a very specific sound from the last sounds like a grudge similar but it's like these weird clicky throaty noises um, and then down to you've got like the uh, 
2004 Dawn of the Dead, like sprinting zombies, uh, like from 28 Days Later yeah, as well. Yeah. Then you've got the more like Romero slow kind Everything. of zombies. And then these ones are kind of Snyder's new ones, which are the alphas, which are, are smart. And you see them thinking, you see them even communicate with each other and stuff. Okay, so this is where I mentioned, they said the, the premise, the beginning of this, this whole setup was the, the, the military mentioning that it was from Area 51. So therefore, it's like, are these zombies from an alien, like, mutation yeah. or something? Something else I noticed, and I thought I was crazy. So then I did this thing called Google, mm-hmm. and I found out I'm not crazy. When you watch this movie, and I'm, I'm going to say, did you notice this? Throughout the movie, different zombies are robots y- yes yes I-, I looked into this as well. i was like what yeah are, are, is that a terminator zombie i was like am i fucking insane how high am i right now and i like google this and i'm like okay so snyder is just again going you're gonna let me do whatever i want okay we'll get this there's gonna be a tiger zombie there's gonna be alpha zombies there's gonna be robot zombies so, alien zombies robot zombies what what is it uh like ai that have been poisoned by the zombie virus or is it Zom- like the alpha zombies making robots like did or is it doesn't explain no it. the whole movie does not explain okay. this so it's like are aliens creating robots that live among us that are turned into zombies are like there's, there's so many different things you can mm. be like what why why would there be a zombie a, a robot z- person that turns into a zombie it just doesn't make sense but they're in these movies if you look at certain zombies they're like you're like wait a second what that's a zombie I- and like a plot turn in the movie revolves around like we we want to get some of this DNA to mm. labs to to recreate to start, it. Their like own, own army yeah. of this. So it's like, what is this? Again, it's Zack Snyder. Like, yeah, I, I I threw a little breadcrumbs of some aliens, and now there's robots and zombies. I would imagine with the plan of a a sequel, uh, sorry, a prequel. Yeah, it's maybe little Easter eggs that you're like little seeds you're yeah. planting for that. Um, in the, I, I caught a bit of the on Netflix they have the creating of. Okay. And obviously, zombie films, uh, makeup prosthetics are like a big, big thing. And obviously, they did that for a lot of the zombies. But when you're seeing like the masses of them, swarms, the swarms, uh, most of them are just in t shirts, which are like zombie colored skin. And then, edited. And then like a mask. No, just oh. it blends into the background. They just made these masks. Like zombie masks. What the hell? And then, because think a lot of them are wearing like their showgirl outfits and stuff like that. So they would just wear these t-shirts under their Vegas costumes. Got it. You can't tell at all. And they're like, yeah, we made up some who are like super detailed, but all the background extras and stuff, they sent it's it like saved them hours and hours and hours. That's crazy. Doing makeup. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of bodies. Because there are hundreds of people in this. Yeah. Same with Dawn of the Dead for 2004. Yeah. There's so many extras that are, that are made up. That's, that's pretty incredible. But yeah, if you're like watching this, you're like, wait a second. What, what kind of zombie is that? What is this zombie? And it's like, it leaves to kind of more of your mind. Like, what the fuck? Mm. Where are you going with this? But I'm not mad at it at all. No. It's like, just do whatever. Why not? Just fuck it up. Sometimes it's like when you got a crock pot and you're like, just throw that in. Ah, throw you, want, you, want, you want robots too with the zombies? Yeah, yeah, all right. What, okay, what about aliens? Ah, maybe a little bit. Just Tigers? Bit. Tigers? Yeah, lots of them. So all these zombies, there's alphas. They take the sacrifice of the guard and they just 
take him away. Yeah, and this is where you see like they've they've essentially kind of kidnapped this guy. Yeah, and you they see, don't kill the rest of the team. No, they let them go because it's yeah. an offering. It's like an agreement with them. And you see two of the zombies. One kind of lean in and sort of groan at them, but they're obviously talking to each other to work out. Like, what are we doing with this guy? Okay, we're letting these people go. We're going to take this guy. Mm. And then they drag him to their, like, little home base where there's, like, again, hundreds of these zombies. And they do a sacrifice ritual, like, mm. where they all bite this guy and he, he eventually turns mm. to turn them in. And so if you get bit by, quote-unquote, alpha zombie, you become an alpha zombie. So if you just get bit by some next level thing, mm. whatever. So the alphas just keep getting more and more and more. But these zombie... Uh, these zombies are getting evolved. It's like when you watch Jurassic Park 3 and you're like, whoa, raptors can do all this now? And then Jurassic World, they're just making their own dinosaurs. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the last one, so I'm a little behind. No, I mean, but I imagine uh, there's like did I? robots, zombies, I did dinosaurs. Say, there's two, right? Or was there a third? Uh, there's Jurassic World, Jurassic World 2. I and saw then both of them. Really? I didn't see the, the second, second one. one's not good. Yeah, maybe the not. The first one wasn't great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, Jurassic Park's a great film. Yeah. The rest... Yeah, I like Lost World, but yeah, it's the third one. They're like, "Yo, those raptors are evolving." It's like, okay, well, okay, yeah. well, zombies evolve too. So they kill this guy and they sacrifice it. We see the team now moving forward, going forward through the Vegas Strip here, outside with their guns drawn. They're they're ready to fuck people up. They walk through this building that's got hibernating zombies. So all these zombies. Would you ever wondered? Have you ever anyone ever wondered? Do zombies sleep? Do zombies ever get to nap? Do they ever get to have some R&R? The answer yeah, is... Do. Yeah. yeah, they do. In this movie, zombies are like your your phones, your laptops. They got to charge. They need to recharge. So they turn off. So this is the chance for all these people to just... This team, this unit, to kind of slide through. Mm. But if you wake them up, then they'll wake up. So they're sleeping zombies oh there's cute sleeping <laughs> zombies here uh they go through and then it's like a scene where they are using like glow sticks to use light and to get out of this this hibernating zombies but you know that of course someone's gonna wake them up and they do and then it's a whole scene where they're shooting out these zombies and it's basically a scary maze that like canada's wonderland kind of, yeah. theme park for halloween i will say one of the coolest halloween like maze things I've, I've been to. There was this one at Wonderland called Club Blood, where it's vampire themed club mm. that's turned into like the undead. And there's the coat check part where it's all these hanging jackets, but every other jacket you, you can't tell is a, is a vampire. Right. That when the jacket turns around, it's actually someone. It was kind of similar <laughs> to this where they're like, oh, is this one alive? No, this one's asleep. Oh, this one's alive. But of course they make it out, but epic kind of scary maze scene here. Um, we see, uh, one of the characters is getting killed by zombies, but has like a, a thing of gasoline and then shoot, get shot and just explosions. Explodes. There wasn't any explosions, enough explosions yet. So we had to get that to fill the, the quota. Uh, we see Scott Batista and his daughter, Kate, who's having a, a, a father son moment. Like, Hey, like, I'm sorry about everything. And she's like, ah, father daughter. sorry, what did I say? <laughs> father, son. father, son, father, daughter. Uh, basically like, hey, I'm sorry I was a shit dad, but, you know, it's all right. You know I had to kill mom, right? You get that. You get it. She's like, yeah, did you have to, though? He's like, yeah, I had to. Yeah. I'm sorry. We see they somehow turn the power on. Hey, you're, you're, you're burying the lead here. What am I burying? He wants to make a, get a tofu truck. 
Did I? Yeah. When does he talk? Does he talk Isn't about that? The, no, no. It's a little bit later on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another heart to heart. Yeah, another, another father son moment. <laughs> father daughter <laughs> moment will come about the tofu. Oh yeah. I okay. I was getting excited about. Here they turn the power on in one of the casinos, and this is pretty great. So it's like one of the casino hotels that all the the machines turn on, and there's like some zombies that kind of wake up from this. And they start shooting at these zombies to take them out. And, like, you see more, like, brides and, like... This is where we see yeah. kind of, yeah, the showgirls, Elvis, people who have yeah. been out partying who have now turned into zombies. <laughs> the literal Las Vegas zombies of the night are now zombies. I I felt they could have gone further. Me too. With these. I think more of the zombies should have been in crazy costumes and things. Uh, this was cool to see, but I think it should have been kind of throughout the whole film. I will say my one, like, like this movie is definitely like, you know, going in, this ain't no Oscar winning mm. movie. This is just going to be shoot em up zombies in Vegas. This is what this is. I think they could have went further with the Vegas thing. Me too. Yeah. But yeah, that's my, that's my criticism. Uh, they continue on shooting the zombies up and they see like, there's, there's already dead bodies of humans. So like not zombies. And they're like, huh, these people look like they were on a similar mission to us. That means. Tanaka sent in other people before us and they failed. So we're up against something that we, we're probably all going to fucking die. Mm. So they continue on the mission, even though they're scared. There's like more outside in the desert, shoot them out parts. There's, we see then like the zombie queen who's like approaching the team here. And I forgot to kind of gloss over the team. I, I mentioned some of the members, but uh, there's a guy who's added who's, Tanaka's like this is one of my bodyguards who's he's like a mercenary isn't he yeah he's he's a Vegas specialist named Martin he's like yeah Tanaka's sending me in to be with you to overlook this whole thing he sees this like alpha queen zombie and traps her with this gun device that like shoots ropes around her and catches her and then starts to decapitate this zombie queen it's the it's the dick Togo like Garot thing, the yeah. wire, isn't it? He yeah, uses the wire to, to yeah, just like cut the hair off. In the, the, the head video, off. The video game or movies, Hitman, like you do that where you right. choke the guy with the wire, yeah. I don't know, like Sopranos maybe, like just like taking this wire and then decapitating the zombie queen's the head. <laughs> yeah, it looked fucking nasty. It was crazy awesome. And some of the other team members that have like split up, they're like watching this. They're like, what the fuck? Like, why is this guy going out of his way to do this? Like, it's pretty fucked up. Then he pulls out this like baggie. It almost looks like the the high end baggies of weed I buy sometimes. Like, he, and he grabs the head of the zombie queen and he stuffs the head. What's still alive? She's still alive. The zombie brain. He didn't crush the brain. Just cut off the head. Stuffs it in this zip up black baggie and says, uh, "Like, hey, it's it's fine. Don't worry. Uh, I'm keeping this for like the government." And they're like, kind of suspicious. This is where you kind of draw your suspicions mm. now. Like, wait a second, there's something else going on here. This guy, this mercenary, maybe not so much in- interested in the money. This is very, I think it's Jurassic World 2 plans, where it's the government want to turn the like raptors who have been able to be trained by Chris Pratt. Into that's the first super one. Yeah, soldiers. that's the the Jurassic, that Jurassic World. World one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's essentially what he wants to do here. They're going to take. They know there's this new species of zombie, this kind of alpha zombie. Yeah. They're going to take it to the government, clone it with DNA, and have super soldier zombies. 
this guy Martin, uh, clearly playing classic bad guy in a movie, loves explaining his plan. His plan. They love bad guys. Love singing, and clearly has never seen a movie where this plan fails <laughs> multiple times before. So he's got this zombie queen head in a bag that he's now walking around with. Uh, they go to. There's another scene where some of the other like soldiers here. They they got a zombie hand. They're trying to lure another zombie mm. away from them. So they microwave a zombie hand <laughs> at one point. Really nasty. Because uh, there's booby traps for this like safe, this vault, and they're figuring out some of these booby traps. So they lure a zombie into the booby traps purposely by microwaving its own hand to like make it smell or like the heat of something. I don't know. Was it to be warmer? I don't so know. It was more like a human, like I guess. not turned. Cause I don't know. Yeah. I mean like think or about was it just, I want to microwave a hand in this film. <laughs> it's like when you microwave something in your house, do you smell when it microwaves? What you microwave. Yeah, yeah. Like if you microwave. I mean, this would smell. Yeah. Rotting flesh. A hand. Or heat it up. If you put your hand in a microwave. My my hand looks like a fucking zombie yeah. fucking from that burn the other day, but not like this. But the zombie goes into the booby traps here. Booby traps, and there's like one layer of it with like dart guns. Mm. And th- again, they're seeing like skeletons or like dead bodies of like people who've tried to do Fight. this before. It's very Goonies vibe here. I don't think you've seen that fucking movie actually, but you see like before the booby traps when they're figuring them out and then dead bodies are <laughs> like, ah, someone's failed here. Uh, then there's like guns going off on this zombie, and then finally, like a, almost like a Super Mario level where the walls squish Ugh. the zombie. One of the goriest yes, things this for is sure. Awesome. Yeah, just picture a zombie getting squished by two walls here. It was like the ice blocks in I'd like to say Saw Four or Five. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. A good, a good squishing. Ooh, love a good squishing. Good head squish. Hmm. We see now some of them are getting a little bit comfortable that like, hey, we beat these booby traps, like maybe. So Guzman, who's like the YouTube sensation star, he's like drinking a martini. This is what I would be doing this whole time. Everything's going on and you got like a minute to spare. You're in a fucking casino. There's got to be bottles. There's got to be something to make a fucking drink. I'd be like, you know what? I deserve it. I just want to find a room full of chairs and just sit on my own (laughs) in this room of chairs. Maybe do a little dance number. Do a little number? Yeah. Yeah. We see the safe. They're they're cracking on it, but uh, there seems to be like some more booby traps and duds. And Dieter is like, "Hey, like I don't know if I can, uh, I don't know if I can do this." Um, so he's he's working on it, and they're like, "You have to fucking do this. <laughs> we kept you alive. You don't know how to. You don't know yeah. what you're doing here. Like you got to." There's a lot of like back and forth with. Uh, Dieter and uh, Vandero, who's like not like, "Why are you fucking here? You shouldn't be here. You can't even." support yourself in this position so they continue on and there's now if if you think if you think things were wild before this is definitely where i started losing it like i saw a zombie tiger i saw a (laughs) microwave zombie hand i saw some crazy things already i saw zombie elvis but now there's a zombie (laughs) there's a zombie on a horse yes this is very cool you ain't, yeah, you ain't never seen I like a zombie, zombie on a horse. I like zombie horse. <laughs> this is very uh, like Game of Thrones, uh, like White Walker, I thought. It's just like a, a zombie, zombie on, on a, a fucking horse. And it's like, he's like, yo, and he's pissed because he can't find his bride's head. Yeah. <laughs> These zombies to me almost felt like 
orcs in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It felt, I mean, it's called Army of the Dead, but yeah. it did feel like an army. It felt like the Urukai or the orcs on on their horses. You got like the tiger would be a wog, that kind of thing. It's, it's like he's got like a mask, a cape. These zombies mm. are next level. These yep. zombies ride horses, zombie horses. This is next level. So this zombie's pissed because the zombie queen head is missing. Mm. So what does everybody want? <laughs> head. So this is when we see the heart-to-heart of Scott Batista and his, his daughter, Kate. And he's like, hey, look, we're going to get out of this. We're going to have a lot of money. And what I'm going to do with my money is I'm going to buy a food truck. I saw that film Chef by my mate John Favreau. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that. That is that. exactly what I want to do. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I uh, highly recommend that movie. Oh, Holy I love that shit. Film. Um, so he says, I'm going to create a tofu food truck. This is where we divide our audience here because someone goes fucking tofu and someone right now is like, Oh, that sounds, that sounds right. I'm somewhere in the middle. I actually think tofu is quite good, but you know, I fucking love steak. You can make tofu well, but tofu can be very bad. But I, I, I like his reasoning here is you can pretty much make anything out of tofu. He's doing the, the Forrest Gump. Uh, Bubba shrimp thing. Mm. Well, you know what you can do with shrimp? You can make fried shrimp, <laughs> shrimp soup, shrimp gumbo, you know, all Oil these things. Boil a mushroom, stick them in a stew. <laughs> so, this, so he's like, hey, you know what you can do with tofu? You can make tofu burgers. Yeah. You can make tofu fries. He even says you can make tofu shakes, tofu cheesecake. And she's like, all right, all right tofu all right. cheesecake. Yeah, tofu's great, Dad. And she's like, ah, you, you kind of lost me with <laughs> tofu shake. Like, why? Just put like tofu cake. shake. Yeah, that doesn't even sound good. What's a Did tofu- he not say tofu steak? Tofu steaks? Tofu shake. I don't know. I just blend it up, I yeah, guess. Maybe. Look, I've had some tofu and it's I, I I do like I do like tofu when it's done properly. Yeah. But I don't know if his food truck tofu food truck is probably a good idea in 2021. I think so. It would probably do really yeah. well. You get overcharged the shit out. Especially like of it. drive to California. Yeah. They'd eat that shit up yeah they'd be like oh tofu mm. fuck yeah is it organic sure <laughs> yeah it is yeah. but batista should now open a tofu truck yeah the animal's tofu i'm trying to think of a good pun well you could have like 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 usually tofu you could you could also put it like in a stir fry mm. so you could do the special tofu tofu stir fry i walk alone oh <laughs> nice yeah that's good could do that um in this pita of danger. Yeah. <laughs> Thing like, because I'm the animal, I don't eat them. Uh, yeah. Stuff I like don't, I'm an animal. I don't eat my own kind. I so I eat, eat tofu. It's got to be a, like, we came up with blue teaster for fuck's sake. Can we not have some vegetarian Batista? Tofu. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll think of them. At up next podcast what are your he said veggie food truck batista puns you could have he said you could have tofu fries you could you were supposed to be my tenders <laughs> <laughs> something like that i don't know but i love it. batista should open a food truck i would go to it 100 percent uh, <laughs> i'm just seeing him serving tofu? Uh, <laughs> what is it give me what i want <laughs> give me what i want <laughs> How much is that? That's $5. Give me what I want. (laughs) 
isn't there like it's tearing you apart? <laughs> isn't there a, a what's daikon like a certain type of root vegetable? Daikon, okay, like in Korea, Korean, the stuff you get in Korean restaurants. Daikon, okay, so you can have daikon batistas instead of the deacon batistas. <laughs> vegetable, vegan option. Yeah, you could have a whole vegan food truck. Uh, let us know what would vegan batista. Vegan Batista, that sounds better than Deacon Batista. <laughs> Vegan Batista's food truck <laughs> just sells all this, <laughs> all this healthy food options. He's in his, his Deacon gear with the money box round his neck oh, for God. like the till. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like Batista would kill it if he did have some sort of like tofu truck. I'm so going to just tweet food. out, uh, name me some Batista vegan puns now. Bati- Batista vegan puns? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of even what else. He had the animal. What else did he call himself? He had, uh, what else the taglines did Batista have? The thumbs up, thumbs down? <laughs> yeah. You, you, got, you would give my tofu thumbs up. I don't know. Something like that. I'm trying to think. Batista didn't really have catchphrases. Uh, like, he didn't have, I'm the animal. Just no. I'm the animal Batista. Some shit like that. I walk alone. Yeah. Good Shout out, Batista. Shout out, and Batista. To- shout out, Tofu. You know, I'm not trying to disrespect mm. Tofu on this show. I wouldn't do such a thing. There's a time and place. I bet he does big veggie dogs. You think Batista... Batista's, does, yeah. Batista definitely, <laughs> definitely has giant... Tofu dogs, tofu dogs, yeah, on his on his truck for <laughs> sure. And people will be like, "How big are those uh, tofu dogs?" Trust me, they're big. Well, he tells his daughter, "Hey, when I survive this zombie apocalypse on this mission, we're going to almost kill ourselves. We've already had people on this team die, and what I'm going to do with all this is start a tofu truck." Are you fucking kidding me? If I'm going through hell to do all this, see ya. You'll never see me again. I won't be serving people tofu. He wants the simple life. He clearly does. Doesn't sound so simple. Simple life is take the money, run, go to fucking Bermuda and live there forever. I think he, he, he's got his heart set on tofu. He's like, yo, they don't have tofu in Bermuda, so I'm fucking <laughs> <laughs> making my tofu truck. So it was a nice heart-to-heart with his daughter here. And she's she doesn't quite understand the tofu thing. She's like, yeah, all right, cool. That's great. So they finally get into the safe. They're cracking the safe, and when they open it, it's this like extra like. It reminds me of Die Hard when they open up the safe yeah. finally, and they're like, "Oh shit!" So there's an Easter egg here in this scene. Okay, did you read up about this? No. There's five boxes in the room outside the safe. Yeah. With something in it. It's the Snyder Cup. Of the Justice League <laughs> in the safe <laughs> in in the vault in the room just all oh, right. There's a there's safe within the safe, yeah. yeah. And uh, apparently, yeah, that's the actual extended Snyder cut of Justice League. Oh and this is 2019, so this is before it came out. This was even like greenlit to actually go ahead. Wow, uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. So he's digging. He's, he's, Snyder's like, yeah. I'm getting this fucking uh, Justice League out there, even if it's in one of my other films. They're like, Hey, what was that? In those boxes over there. Ah, it was the Justice League cut. Hey, do you still have it? We could finish it. That could have, that, that's how it happened. Allegedly. 
According to Tuchel. According to Tuchel. Uh, so we got zombies on horses. They got into the safe. Uh, I mentioned Batista's got a new love uh, interest, Maria. And she's like, I didn't even come for the money. I don't care about money. We're mm. in a weird world right now. Money's not important. I just came because I love you. Mm. I just love you. And I wanted to be with you. This sounded like fun. I got to connect with you. And he's like, huh, that's cool. That's cool. And as soon as she said, I love you, I was like, ah, sorry, Maria. You're not going to be with Maria, us. Maria, living the vida loca. She ain't, she ain't surviving this movie. Unfortunately, she dies. She dies. <laughs> also, we have, sorry, which one was it? Was it Dieter who sacrificed himself by locking yes. him in the safe? Yes. So this is where like things get pretty crazy. So they, they get into the safe and they're basically like, everyone's like, all right, start grabbing what you can grab it's just like all this money mm. you can smell it through the plastic they're grabbing all the money they're stacking everyone's packing it up uh uh van der Rohe was like wow i can't believe dieter like actually got this thing open like he's impressed he's like all right so we're fucking rich now and they're loading up all the money and that's when we start to see uh we we realize that that guy martin who grabbed the head he was yeah. legit not lying he basically locks some of them in it was like a whole like trap for him. He's like, yeah, actually, I, I wasn't joking. Don't care about the money because this is worth more than 50 mil. This is worth more than 200 mil. Like mm. giving this to the army, like we're going to start a whole world army of zombies to fight off all these other countries and like all this stuff. And he, he's doing the he- classic heel turn that we saw coming from here. A mile off. Yeah. And they're like, all right, like, fuck, we're kind of fucked. But they're still fighting off these zombies. Uh, and now these zombies are like... Uh, like really like next level like we mentioned the alphas and stuff the zombies got capes zombie and masks they've got helmets on obviously what is the rule with killing a zombie yeah go for the head uh there's even a little like funny moment earlier in the yeah. film where dave's like just go for the head they're like tap the head yeah there's like a moment where dieter who does not know any of this yeah. is like so wait you gotta shoot him in the head yeah you just shoot him in the head. okay well what if I what if I had a rock and I smash him in the head? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. just aim. If the brain's damaged, yeah, you're good. You gotta eat the head. So yeah, this zombie comes out with like this helmet. Looks like uh Farouk looks when like he King. first came in, right? This Undertaker. like helmet on his head. Yeah, it looked like uh what was Cody Rhodes thing with the mask? Oh no, it was more of a cap. It's more like it was more what Farouk used to wear, that helmet. The blue helmet. Magneto? Thing. Yeah. So um we see like all these zombies now are going after all these people when they're grabbing the money. And you mentioned Dieter and Vander Rowe was like grabbing it. And Vander was about to get like attacked here, but it's Dieter who's like does the, the swerve and is like, no, I'll sacrifice myself by grabbing the zombie, locking the safe inward, and you escaping mm. outside of it. So uh, R.I.P. the the safe crack. A hero, yeah. Yeah, what a hero this guy is. He was brought on to crack a safe. You've got to have the sacrifice moment in a zombie film. Of course. Yeah, he was like the guy who was supposed to just help them open up the safe, be the, the, the nerd here, but he ended up being quite a hero. He cracked the safe, and he cracked our hearts. And he went down with it. Yeah, uh, poor guy. But Van der Rohe is like, well... Thank you, man. Like, appreciate it. And runs off. We cut to Martin, the guy with the head in the bag. And he thinks he's scot-free. He's running. He's going to go to the helicopter, probably kill the pilot himself and take off with the head and know he's got his future. But cue the tiger zombie Mm -mm. who comes back, Valentine, and this tiger mauls him. 
And I mean it. This was my favorite death of the movie, I think, where Martin's getting just destroyed here. They said, hey, watch Leonardo get attacked by a bear. Study that. And let's just recreate this with a zombie tiger. And this guy's getting fucked up. But the I'm going to say the the finish of this, the basic finish of this matchup between Martin and the zombie tiger is when the tiger's done scratching him up, throwing him around. He's bleeding. He's beaten up. He's pretty much dead already. And the zombie tiger just decides to eat his face. <laughs> no, no, sorry. The tiger eats his head. <laughs> this was great. Yeah, this <laughs> uh, did... He's killed Nora, but sorry, killed the the coyote, right? He's turned, yeah. Yeah, he's he's fucking speared her. Oh no, no, not yet, not yet. yet. Who was it that speared her? Then that's later. Yeah, so many characters. Yes, yeah. There's a lot of pointless kind of characters in this movie, but zombie, yeah. Uh, So um, (laughs) this is where uh, he he just gets destroyed by this tiger. The zombie tiger just eats this guy's face. Pretty cool. And the graphics look crazy for this. I, I I love this. This was the I mentioned the squishing of the zombie earlier was kind mm. of the goriest or the decapitation. I'd say the zombie tiger eating this guy's head was they try to make it look as realistic as possible mm. and uh, it looked really gross. Oh, they did a good job. It made me go, "Oh god," out loud. So, they they de- definitely favorite kill of the the movie was zombie tiger. And that means he doesn't get to Oh, sorry. He didn't even actually have the head. While he's trying to escape, he thought he was scot-free. He quickly looks into the bag and realizes someone swapped it out. Because he explained That's his story. Right. Yes, yes. Never tell your, no. your, your story because someone's going to be like, oh, I'll just do that then. Mm. Wait, sorry. So that head you have in that bag is worth a lot of money and important? I'll just take it from you. Or on the other side, oh, you plan to make more of these fucking yeah, things? No, yeah, thanks. no, 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 no. I'll doing take that. that. Thank you. So R.I.P. Martin for getting eaten by a tiger. What a way to go out. Yeah. The pussy ate him. <laughs> I mean, I'd have thought he'd have died pretty quick. <sighs> I would hope so. You get your face. He, the, the, his face was eaten first. Yeah, that would have hurt. Uh, yeah. No, he, he didn't get the brain right away, did he? No, so Ugh. you're feeling all that. Oh, well. Yeah. What are you going to do? Shouldn't have been a bad guy. True, true. Yeah. So uh, I like the, the Vegas Tigers getting their moment here. We then see the, the, the good guys who are escaping from these zombies. They're like, holy shit, lots of zombies coming. We got the money. We need to run for it. Because also, the government's going to nuke this place. So they got to get to the helicopter, get the fuck out. Didn't mention the helicopter pilot... Uh, Tig is like, meanwhile, been trying to fix up this, rejig this, this helicopter on the roof here. And then this is where we get this classic, like, it's all, it's like, yeah, it's, it's Ocean's Eleven, like, they got the money, but now they're escaping, and it's like, but instead of cops coming after you or whatever, in like some classic bank robbery movie, it's zombies. Yes. And this is where you wanted zombies in Vegas, this is it. This is the casino floor shootout, all the colors, all the lights going off, slow motion. You mentioned Zack Snyder loves his cuts. With There's the like bills and poker chips flying This as well. was it. This it was it. Really cool. this, when, when I read Zombies in Vegas, this is what I imagined right here. Mm. This shot. Shooting, zombies, money, flying, c- casino chips, slots everywhere. This is where I, I definitely was realizing some when they would shoot the zombies in the head, their eyes would expose the red dots. As, yeah. and metal places they look like Brian Cage from his like, Double or Nothing <laughs> yeah. entrance it's like they're Terminator zombies I'm like oh interesting uh, so they're all escaping and uh, I think it's is it 
Maria, who eventually gets shot up here. Everyone's getting killed at this mm, thing. They're picking There's, them all off pretty Yeah, quick the zombies are fucking point. them up and, like, the more money for the others. There's more spots where there's, uh, like, grenades being pulled. And uh, it's Batista get, and, and a bunch of the survivors quickly run to the elevator. And they get into the elevator. And, like, it's a zombie apocalypse quarantine area. But I guess the elevator music's still running. Because <laughs> you hear Boy George, uh, do you do really, really want to hurt me? They finally get to the rooftop after this epic casino shootout here. Um, and they see, like, the, the pilots getting ready. She's like, hey, come on, let's get, let's get, let's get it going. And this is where we, I mentioned the coyote. The, the, the blonde girl's like, all right, we made it. But the zombie king shows up. I guess he could smell the head of his wife mm. because the head is in her bag. And this is where not only do zombies in this movie ride horses and shit, but they also know how to throw javelins. Yeah. He this, kills her. This is my favorite death. He, she just gets this javelin thrown through her. Said they're like, orcs, right? Yeah. Just launches this spear right through her, and she goes flying with it like into against the, the wall. wall. Looked very cool. And Batista just looks. He's like, "Oh fuck's sakes!" But then she's still like, kind of alive. But she's hold- he the zombie king wants the head of his mm. bride, and she purposely like grabs it, opens the zipper of the bag, and opens it over like because they're on a roof. Mm. So the head falls, stories and stories down. To the sidewalk like and a pumpkin splat. Yeah. Oh, it's totally like a smashing pumpkin. It was another great like ah. I wanted to see that. Mm. I I really wanted to see that. As soon as you showed me a head in a bag for a while, I was like ah. I need to see that <laughs> head. Get it. Uh, so this pisses off the zombie king even more. So now he's like fucking shit up. Now he is totally pissed. Like he was already mad, but now he's like I'm just gonna kill everything. So. Uh, whoever did survive here jumps on top of into the helicopter as they're flying off here. And, well, the zombie cape guy, like, flies on. He jumps on the helicopter. Now it's, like, more, like, again, like, diehard meets. Bond kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's fucked up. The zombie's, like, now on the helicopter. It's chaos. Everyone's flying around. They're shooting. Um, I think Scott Batista here gets bit. At one point, and like beats up the zombie. His and, arm breaks as well. Yeah, like, it's fighting up. this zombie. His Ugh. like bone just snaps it's, in his arm. It's, it's disgusting. Uh, then like the the person's driving, and they're like, okay, like trying to fly this thing. Because uh, at one point they thought she she left without them, mm. but they're flying and the zombie and everything. They realize the nuke is coming. You see it. You see the nuke being launched into Vegas as they're trying to escape Vegas here, which is crazy. Uh, so the whole movie is chaotic, but this definitely is like insane where the helicopter spinning out of control. A nuclear bomb is going off in Vegas and the copter finally crashes here. But uh, we see Scott who's alive. Kate finds him, but he's been bit. Batista's been bit. You bit. And he's like, hey, uh, we had a good run. You You didn't get all the money. We didn't get all the money. But I got some of it. So he grabs like, I don't know, like 500000 a million out of his pocket. He's like, take this, whatever. Gives her a gun. And she's like, I can't like do this. Like, you're my dad. And he's like, oh, you got to do it. And here we see the Batista turn <laughs> where he turns into a zombie. And she's like, I got to kill you. So she shoots him. Shoots him up. 
And then is kind of like, well, I got all this money. I guess I can... She made it out. She survived the nuclear blast, mm. which I'm like, that's a little suspicious. You were really close. They were really close. You were still really close to that They nuclear. did say it's a mini nuke, didn't they? Mini nuke. A mini nuke. A little so nuke. It, it would only just blow up Vegas. <laughs> but yeah, this helicopter was pretty close. <laughs> it was just a little nuke. Just a baby nuke. It was just going to get just Vegas. Yeah. I feel like they should do that anyway. It's roughly the size of a barge. <laughs> <laughs> this nuke. So she has some money here, Kate, and she's like, ah, shit, man, life is fucking hard. Everyone I know died, and I got some money out of this, but, like, holy shit. Uh, I forgot to mention, her friends did make it out eventually, and they're going to now pick her up, save her with a separate helicopter and stuff. So it's kind of a happy ending in that way. Batista may have died, but he got the money for his daughter, who's going to live a better life now. So it's all happy. But then we see... Is it Vanderoe, who somehow escaped with a majority of the cut of the money here, makes it out alive somewhere, finds a hot car, drives it to Utah, goes to the first airport he sees. Again, he's beat up from this Mm. mission. He's got a briefcase of money. He walks up to the airport and goes, I just want to rent that plane out there. And they're like, you can't just rent a private plane. And he just takes out wads and stacks of cash and goes, yeah, think again. Then it cuts to him on a plane, living large eating a lobster they pour him some bubbly and he's like hey does anyone want to toast with me and they're like ah we don't really want to toast with you he's like i'm paying you like toast with me so he toasts and they're like you're gonna you're landing in mexico city he's made it scot-free he's a rich man but he's kind of not feeling good and he starts to like cough and fall over goes to the the uh the mile the the mile high club Mm -hmm. in the washroom here in the airplane and reveals that he too has been bit then he just starts to laugh and then goes, fuck. And it cuts to black with, I'm caught in a trap. Yes. <laughs> so he's going to take down all of Mexico and this virus is just going to spread. What an asshole. More and more. What an asshole. This guy's like, huh, I got this virus. You should go to a different country and give it to everyone. Well, he didn't know. You didn't realize. Yes, he didn't know. He didn't realize. He was laughing, though. That I think just yeah, life sucks. I thought I made it. Thought my life was changed. He almost made I'm it. I'm gonna die. He ate lobster. He had bubbly, mm. and it's gone. Dead. Well, that is Army of the Dead. Suspicious Minds plays out. Uh, I really enjoyed this. I thought this was great fun. Um, had everything you want in a film. It was a heist movie. Had a wrestler in it in Dave <laughs> Batista. Um, it had zombies. It had tigers. It had nuclear weapons, it had countdown clocks, it had Elvis, it had Richard Cheese, it had yeah. the Cranberries. It did hit all marks. Yeah, yeah. they had another cover. It yeah, had like, like a weird remix. Version yeah. of Zombie by yeah. the Cranberries. Yeah, that was pretty interesting too. Yeah, it did have a little bit of everything. It literally was like, do whatever you want. Yeah, I thought this was so much fun. Um, visually, I really like Zack Snyder's films. I think they look stunning. Uh, every shot, there's just something interesting to look at. And I really like the the kind of colors he uses. I think you think of horror films and you often feel, think nighttime dark. But I really like in both this and uh, Dawn of the Dead, how most of it is shot in daylight. And you actually get to see these zombies, like pretty clearly what they look like. Um, and Vegas, although they, they didn't shoot there, like visually look pretty cool. And seeing kind of... Uh, just th- these armies of zombies as well and great choice of music that I again same as Dawn of the Dead like picked very good songs for this film yeah for me this felt this felt like exactly what you knew what you're getting into it's gonna be shoot them up with zombies and 
oh, there's a heist and like all that stuff, but it's mixing in the, the, the elements of like, th- there's a tease of aliens. There's a tease of robots. It's just like, I'm, I'm just going to enjoy this. You pretty much kind of check out when you watch a movie mm. like this, right? Like Batista shooting zombies is, you know what you're getting into. I'd say like nothing bothered me other than the fact that I just wanted more epic, crazy deaths. I wanted more like, elaborate Vegas-inspired things. I think maybe... That's what it lacked for I'd me. have cut the cast down maybe by one or two. Yeah. And had them, like, each character maybe fleshed out a little bit more. Because um, there was some just, even... I watched the film today, and even doing the review, I'm getting, like, a yeah, little confused. You're like, yeah, who's who? Who said who? Yeah. Um, whereas I think maybe in Dawn of the Dead, you've got a few characters you maybe warm to a bit more. But I thought uh, Tig, was it? The pilot? Yeah. I thought she was great. Uh, she was probably my favorite. And, and she was added in after the fact. Yeah, which that's you could nuts. not tell. Again, you could not mm. tell. They did a fantastic job of editing this in. Uh, what did you think of Batista's daughter? Batista's daughter, Kate? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've recognized her from something and I tried looking it up. I'm like, I don't recognize her. So she's a Londoner. She's British. Okay. And um, so like, I think her accent's pretty decent. True. And uh, I know her from the show Sweet Bitter, which you might, it's on Crave. It's about like the service industry, like high dining. Okay. Uh, Two seasons, I think she's the lead in that. Uh, Yeah, I thought she was good, but yeah, like. I've heard her interviews where she's speaking and like very different, different accent. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, like I, a lot of the actors were really good. I felt I, the only thing that like lacked for me was maybe more of the, like they went so crazy, but then it was still kind of like you're, you kind of, you kind of knew where it was going. You kind of saw like what it, what it kind of was where we just did the review of Dawn of the Dead with Zack Snyder. Whereas like that was a remake of something already, mm. but there was still like more, like, I, I, I'm, I, I don't want to sound contradicting because it's like here they're doing teases of aliens and robots, but they also were like the classic kills. Like everything was kind of like you've kind of seen it before. You kind of knew like I want I, the, the reason I like the tiger kill is because the only thing that kind of stood out of kills for me. Yeah, I, I felt the same with the spear. Like that's right. why I like that because it was quite different. Reminded me sort of almost Michael Myers, how you'd like he'd pin someone yeah. against a wall. Uh, actually, maybe my favorite death might have been the one right at the beginning to Living Las, uh, sorry, Viva Las Vegas, when the like storage u- container unit is dropped on the family. Uh, oh, right. Like that, not for like a cool like fuck yeah, yeah, like death, but like that one was actually like holy shit, that's that's kind of big. Yeah, because like it had crazy gore, it had great special effects, and the way it was shot was was great. It just felt like it didn't take. Like, like the next steps of something that maybe stands out a bit more, like to your, like maybe more so, like as a classic, mm. right? Like, definitely enjoyed watching this movie. No, it, this was a two and a hour, two and a half hour movie. Yeah, it blew by. It, honestly, yeah, it really did. Because it's just them going in and shooting up zombies it's, in Vegas. Like, you can't and I, hate I it. think right away, as soon as you realize in the first few minutes that you're getting a heist, heist film, yeah, which I didn't, I hadn't read about it. All I knew was Vegas and zombies and yeah. Big Dick Dave. Um, <laughs> As soon as like you realize, oh, they're doing a heist. I'm, I'm going. Okay, I'm in. I'm in for this. Yeah, like you can't, you can't be mad. Like I, I've had a few friends who've watched this, and they're not wrestling fans. Mm. They just go, hey, it's a, it's a fucking zombie Vegas movie, and they're like, hey, like it was pretty good. Like it, it, 
it didn't like blow me away, but it was a lot of fun. And that's definitely how I feel about it. Like there was, there's really no, like the, the only complaints are like, yeah, I wanted more of crazy Vegas. Where was Wayne Newton? You know what I mean? Like where was, where was Celine? Where was, well, I was you know literally I mean? just going to say I'd have as a nod yeah. to Dawn of the Dead, I'd have done that exact scene where they're playing the game, shoot that person. Yeah. And it should be like, uh, oh, it's Elton. Shoot off Elton John. I mean, right. maybe you'd have to put, clear it with perhaps yeah, the, yeah. the star, but oh, Barbara Streisand's over there. Like yeah. that kind of thing. Celine, Brittany. Right. I think that could have been quite fun. It would have been a nod to the, yeah. to the old one, but also be like, come on, we're in Vegas. We're in Vegas. Yeah. Everything's, yeah. It definitely like, there could have been more that they could have played have with. Have zombie there. Conor McGregor just throwing shit. <laughs> well, yeah, who else is in Vegas all the time? You got the Elvises. You got your like uh, you, all the stars. They had a lot of the show people and costumes. Moxley and, stuff. and Renee lived there in Vegas. Yeah, damn, that's quite interesting. Should we you move could to do Vegas? the zombie baby thing again? Oh no, <laughs> I'm glad there was no zombie babies. However, there was zombie tiger, and I was a big fan of zombie tiger. On our Dawn of the Dead review, we mentioned how. Walking Dead randomly introduces a tiger and we hated it. And that's when we both yeah. fell off of the show. So Zack Snyder's like, fuck it. I'm going to bring a zombie tiger into it. And at first I was like, oh no, more zombies, more tigers. And then I was like, nah, I fuck with it. It looked, <laughs> it looked fantastic. Still my favorite death uh, in the movie. And overall, I, I think you, you mentioned earlier, Batista has this charm and I can't quite figure it out, but you tell me Batista's in a movie and I'll be like, fuck it, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I, I feel safe with Batista. feel safe with Batista. With Batista as my animal. lead, I'm like, yeah, I think I'll be all right. The he's cut. not like... Uh, he's improving. He's definitely improving as an actor. And I'd actually like to see him kind of attempt to do some serious, maybe non-action stuff and see how he does. Um, but yeah, I, I think he's a solid pair of hands. Striking to look at. Like, he looks like your lead, right? Just he's also big, scary yeah, dude. I mean, he's supposed to be, like, older, kind of got some gray mm. hair, glasses going on. He's got a great look that definitely stands out. And even for people who, might, who may not have ever watched him in wrestling, can, like, definitely get behind him. Mm. And Guardians obviously, obviously helped him out so much, like, making him a name. People oh, yeah. were like, oh, he was, he was so funny in those movies. And, like, scary looking but i definitely am like oh man like you're 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 good you might not be the best actor ever but you're a good action star mm. you get things across uh you definitely connect and you definitely have some sort of charm that m draws me into whatever it is you're doing there's like not everyone has to be a fantastic like i'm not saying not have to be a fantastic actor but he's good in these roles right i don't particularly i mean maybe i do but Tom Hanks isn't going to play this part, you know? Right, he should. It'd be a very different film. Yeah. But... but Tom Hanks also, should make a movie with also Batista. Also, Batista's not necessarily going to play Forrest Gump or yeah. stuff like that. It doesn't mean either a bad or good, you know? Uh, I, I thought he was great in this. Yeah, uh, I, I, I've watched some of his movies. I've even watched Stuber, and I was like, ah, it was so stupid, I but like I fucking Stuber. laughed at it. Yeah. Like, yeah, ridiculous. I think he's probably one of my favorite wrestlers turned actors. Maybe my favorite wrestler More turned so actor. than The Rock? Like The Rock, he's in some great movies. Don't get me wrong, but The Rock wasn't in a Bond. The Rock wasn't in like some of these movies that I'm like, mm. man, you The Rock couldn't do that, and Batista can't do it. Some of the stuff The Rock does, they're different. They're different mm. entities. And same with John Cena. Yeah. It's almost John Cena's stuck in the middle of those two. What's interesting is with the three of them, all three are good at comedy. True. Yeah. All yeah. three are very good at comedy, and that's got to come from 
wrestling with those solid gold comedic scripts they're given every week, right? <laughs> I, I, I thought this was exactly what you were getting into. You know, you, you knew this would just be about the effects and the way it's shot and the zombies getting killed off by Batista and you couldn't be mad at all going into it. So overall, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it's a all-time classic. I'm going to still stick with my guns that Train to Busan is the best zombie movie, but you you, you can you can not watch this and be entertained. No, I agree. 100%. Well, we put up some feedback on forum.postwrestling.com, so let's see what you guys thought about this film. We start with Ginats, who says, Stealing this line from Red Letter Media, it's Aliens meets Ocean's Eleven, but falls flat on many levels. I I understand, because it's like, there's so many elements of other movies that you're like, ah, but... It still was, still was fun. I see Faulty Rob writes in, gives me an excuse to turn off my brain and watch another needlessly long Snyder film <laughs> this year. Looking forward to watching and the insight from the lads. Yeah, you just check out when you watch a zombie Vegas movie. We go to RTH75 who says it was a fun enough movie. The opening credits were much more interesting than the movie itself <laughs> though. Kind of agree. Yeah. yeah, that was possibly my favorite bit of the film. Dave Batista is great, though. Just when you see a Super Jack guy in a movie, some explanation as to why would be great. Uh, he was he was military, wasn't he? Yeah, his whole situation. He likes lifting things. Yeah, yeah. Just a line about being a former boxer, a gym rat, or something would go a long way. This is the same situation that Arnold had. Sorry for the tangent. Is the out of focus shot Zack Snyder lens fair? <laughs> Classic Zack Snyder, like out of focus yeah. thing. We go to Benny Ude, who says, I don't know if this was the best film ever or the worst, but I loved it. Completely ridiculous, stupid fun. Batista is a god-awful actor, oh. though. <laughs> but maybe that goes into the same thing here, Benny, who's like, yeah, I don't know if he's really good or really fucking bad, <laughs> but... Long shot here, but it's like Nicolas Cage. It's like, this guy's so ridiculous and, like, weird, but I fuck with it. it it's kind of the same. It's like, is he shit or is he really good? I think he's good, but... Yeah, I don't know why, but I think because we've done Batman Begins recently, I'm thinking you think Batista's died, or even he should have gone off with the nuke. Yeah, and then there's like Michael Caine sat down in a cafe in France, <laughs> and he looks up, and, and Batista hands out some tofu cheese steak cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> I thought for sure it would cut to the daughter, mm. like time later, with the food with truck. The food truck. Yeah. That would have been nice. Apparently, they're doing a sequel tr- TV series. I with her. Oh, okay. As so well she's as the, the anime? Yeah, and then there's an anime. Or maybe she's the voice. Or is the anime the prequel or yeah, something? Yeah, I'm not too sure. Know, but, but there's a few projects coming out of this. Yeah, so cool. I bet you there'll be more tofu related. Yes. Things. Finally, we go to Jeremy, who says, Enjoyed the film. I had no idea till I was told after that Tig filled, filmed all her scenes months after the other cast. Main question I had throughout, though. If they were hired by the man who owned the casino and therefore the safe, why did they need a safe cracker who couldn't? Uh, why couldn't they have been told the combination beforehand? Mm, this is true. Why did they need to crack the safe? Maybe. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they did also mention that a bunch of people who weren't related to that guy tried to break in, which caused like the thing to have like a security. Oh, like, so it would have automatically like, like locked up. Or yeah, yeah, something to like lock it up. Or uh, there was there was some explanations and stuff. Maybe but. even like the government, where they're like, we're nuking this, and the insurance company will pay you out. Yeah. Therefore, it's we're going to scramble. 
Who yeah, knows? So yeah, you can't do yeah, this. Maybe. This is, this is very valid, though. Mm. Why is, were there robots? That's what I want to know. Why were there robots? Can we get... why The robots scrambled it. Why were there robots? Like, first of all, you're telling me right away that the zombie apocalypse in Vegas happened because of a blowjob, some roadhead. And then you say, it's, actually, they're not zombies, they're aliens. And then you tell me that there's zombie alien robots. Like, fuck, what do you do next? Is just insane. I don't know. I found an article I'm definitely going to read. Is it about, about uh, Roadhead? No. Oh, okay. Well, that too. Yeah. But uh, no, the the robots. The robots. Yeah, and so why I'll they're trying to figure this out after. Damn. It's Give fun. you an update. All right. We'll let you. We'll, let, well, I want to know why there's more. I want more zombie robots in in my movies. In everything. Yeah. Realistically, there, sh- there should always be more zombie robots. Overall, a fun movie to watch. Honestly, uh, I'll watch more of these zombie movies, uh, especially if it's on Netflix. And as we're recording this, I'm seeing that they're doing, what, 74 mil homes watch this movie? Wow, that's great. That's insane. That's one of the most watched movies, like, full stop on Ever? Netflix. Like, for Netflix <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Like, that's I know crazy. It was in theaters for limited release, and obviously mm. pandemic definitely weird made it weird the different ways we watch movies, but that's a lot of people watching this movie. Yeah, apparently it was like 72 million last week, and then we announced this show, and it's... It went... <laughs> wow. went boom up yeah. there. Yeah, uh, so uh, that was Army of the Dead. We did it. We survived. We bet it all on the dead. And that's it. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. If you want to hear some of our other reviews, patreon.com slash up next. It's a great time to join because it's the first of the month, which means you get everything coming up this month and you get access to everything we did Previously, all the past movie reviews, all the past best match ever was next. Everything we've done, five bucks a month, North American tier gets you access to this. The Dawn of the Dead review, all the other horror movie reviews we've done. We got some more coming up this month. You could say one movie we're doing because it's the 50th anniversary this month. We're doing a review. Tell them, David. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Some would say it's a horror movie. Maybe, yeah. Uh... I loved the book as a kid as well, so I might have to dust that off and give that a quick read before doing this one. But 50 years uh, of this film, I can't, that's crazy. That uh, films I remember cl- not coming out, but the fact I watched this film a bunch and it's now 50 years old, nuts. Creepy old chocolate factory owner invites kids to his chocolate factory and to murder them one the, by one. Yeah. That's a horror movie. It's a horror film. <laughs> 100%. Uh, we got that coming out. We got a bunch of your Up Yours World Champ patrons get to pick stuff and they come on and talk about it. Uh, so those will be coming out as well this month. We got so many shows. Go check the socials at Up Next Podcast. But Patreon, we had our craziest, biggest month last month. We cannot do this without you. Proudly supported by you guys and we can't thank you enough. And if you want to try us out, now's the time access to everything we've ever done all out there on the patreon thank you thank you very much guys yeah and that's about it i myself Braden harrington you can find me twitter instagram at the bray d and you can find me at davy portman that's it take care goodbye be safe shout out zombie tigers shout out dave batista and shout out tofu ahoy
Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.